This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hour 2 of Lori and Julia on MyTalk 107.1. We are also streaming on our website, MyTalk1071.com. Like I said, this is Lori and Julia. Donnie is out on his cruise for today and tomorrow. And my name is Lindsay, and I'm filling in for him. Ladies. Well, we're trying not to gag in here by the uh, lone scallop that I threw in the garbage bag. Well, that's your fault. Yeah, I know. So So this was a first. This is a first. I never have ever brought in. I don't even bring in tuna. I don't bring in hard-boiled eggs. There are things in shared community spaces that should not be shared in a community space. And today... Because I was having a little a celebrity peel at Crutchfield Dermatology, I did not have time to make my delicious salad that I usually make. And all I had <laughs> Lord, was some... you're so funny. I know. I love of detail. My little, I know. <laughs> and um, all I had to eat that I could just grab and go was some leftover seafood pasta, which is so delicious. And I remember thinking, but this is very bad. I'm going to have to sneak to the microwave Yes, so no one can mm-hmm. smell it and know it was you. You have to get... Well, who's at the microwave but Lindsay? <laughs> and I said, Lindsay, I'm Hi. doing... Don't say... If anyone says, who did that? Don't say it was me. So I tiptoe, tiptoe. You know, I don't even really heat it up that much. And then I see a big scallop on top. Well, the one... I do not like scallops. I love them. Why did you ever to be? Because they're full of eyes. And ever since I've learned oh, that, didn't... I can't eat a scallop. There's That's like a why you didn't eyes. offer it to me because it had eyes. What? I could have given it to you. I should have yeah, given it to you. You would have eaten it. I totally would have. They're, they're, they're made up of eyes. It's a mollusk that's full of eyes. So you're, but, eating, you're eating one giant eyeball of a collection of a bunch of tiny basically, eyeballs? Basically. But if that's they're seared like and bar, you know, I don't know. I've had them. They can be good, but I don't know. I just didn't want it. And I just plopped it <laughs> in the garbage <laughs> bag right outside of the main studio. And it is quite odiferous. It's marinating out there? Yes, it is. We have tied it up. They've made some terrible video. <laughs> And people yelling well, at me. It's like having Donnie Love here eating his daily tuna packet. Which that is, was the relief that I've heard while Donnie's gone, gone this week. They no don't one's have had to, to smell tuna. No one's had to smell tuna. And I feel real bad. I've made this whole place stink like hell. It does stink. It does. It's, and then they brought the garbage can in here during the break. Yeah. So we could smell it. Yeah. So now our studio stinks. How can uh-huh. one scallop cause so much trouble? It's a stinky one. Those, <laughs> eyes bo- those eyeballs smell, Lori. <laughs> Those eyeballs, you stinky eyeball. Anyway, that's it. the scandal stinky, happening around stinky. here. Okay, well, the scandal that was happening and covered, of course. Um, well, the, the big breaking one was Michael Cohen this morning. You know, pleading guilty to like anything and everything. And then the other one story that all the shows were covering was Les Moonves losing his $120 million severance package. And Les Moonves... He hasn't lost it yet. No, I know. But he stepped down as CEO and chairman of CBS in September after he was exposed by Ronan Farrow and The New Yorker for being uh, a sexual harasser. And CBS launched an internal investigation. And depending on how that ends up, 
he could get a hundred and twenty million dollar mm-hmm. uh, severance. Well, the New York Times did an expose, and they found out. Well, we'll let the story speak. We'll let we'll let the Today Show tell it. Actress mm-hmm. Bobby Phillips breaking her silence about an alleged sexual assault at the hands of former CBS chairman Les Moonves more than two decades ago. In a new report from the New York Times, Phillips recalls a 1995 incident that she says took place during a meeting in Moonves's office. At the time, he was president of Warner Brothers Television. According to Phillips' recollection, Moonves exposed himself to her saying, be my girlfriend and I'll put you on any show. She says he then grabbed her by the neck, pushed her to her knees and forced her to perform a sex act. She says they were interrupted by a phone call that allowed her to escape. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so then she's kind of, she doesn't tell anybody about it. Nope. Which is typical, typical, typical. Mm-hmm. And then recently, this Bobby decided to get back into acting. And the agent that she had at the time, who is the one she called and told him immediately after this happened, what happened. He said, I'll represent you. And he said, maybe, well, here's the next part of the story. Phillips manager, Marv Dower tells the times that days after the incident, his client told him that Moonves had violated her, but didn't go into detail. In a statement to the Times, Moonves says, I strongly believe that the sexual encounter with Miss Phillips more than 20 years ago was consensual. Ugh. Over the past year, Dower says he and Moonves have exchanged hundreds of text messages reviewed by the Times, but not independently verified by NBC News. Mm. And I think that will be in the next part of the story. Yes, okay. Let's play it. In an effort to buy her silence, Dower told the Times Moonves offered her acting jobs, which she turned down. According to the article, it's that detail that led to Moonves's exit from CBS. I'm not going to say the cover-up is worse than the crime here because what happened was really very bad. But what really is, hurt, is going to hurt Moonves and make it difficult for him to collect his severance is the cover-up effort. When asked to comment on the New York Times article regarding Moonves, Dower told NBC News, I don't like liars. That pretty much sums it up. After learning that Moonves allegedly denied assaulting her in a conversation with Dower last year, she wrote in a Facebook message, I am feeling anger that Moonves is not sorry and is calling me a liar basically, adding, I will not be made a victim again. Okay. And this... this uh, manager kept all these texts and basically he has a text saying if Bobby comes forward if she talks I'm done I'm toast and he was trying frantically to find her idiot. a job on anything mm-hmm. because he knew mm-hmm. it wasn't a consensual sex act and mm-hmm. even the fact that he says I strongly believe the encounter more than 20 years ago was consensual I mean come on okay so here here's a deal about this Dower this Marv Dower oh, yeah, this he's agent been in business a long time he has and so there's a couple different things that are going on Lori if you go to showbiz 411 Roger yeah, Friedman oh, wrote a story and he says new sex scandal at CBS with former CEO Les Moonves involves two names from soap operas Joshua Morrow and Eva LaRue Mm-hmm. She was on All My Children. But then yeah. after All My Children, she went to Criminal Minds. 
Uh, it was a Miami show. It was a Miami show with that guy. Yes, yeah, CSI, CSI Miami. Miami. Yeah, CSI and it was Miami. canceled since then, according to her IMBD. She's struggling to find a new home, although she did turn up briefly on CBS Criminal Minds. Yeah, I'm mm. sure he... he and he, Moonves hates, hates soap operas. Because remember how your mom was so disappointed with what's been going on with The Young and the Restless mm-hmm. this year because they've killed off everybody? Or they've written them off. Written the story, them off. Anybody the sh- older yes. that's been on the show. Right. And so, well, I mean, look what he did to Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, between Les Moonves and Justin Timberlake, I mean, Janet Jackson. He's a horrible, horrible man, and I love it that the creepy old rich guy got caught Absolutely, again. absolutely. He can he's, burn. He's not going to get his money. He's not going to get that severance package, and that's what he wanted. He's made tons and tons of money. I mean, don't cry for me, Argentina, for this guy for the money, but he's not going to get that one twenty. And if I were Julie Chen, I would be. I, you're going to the. You're kicked out of the house. Oh. I just would have such a hard time with being with, with him, uh, knowing that he just did wrecked so much havoc on careers. Mm-hmm. You're living with a monster. Yeah, yeah, Literally. you are. Yeah, you really mm-hmm. are. I am. And I don't think she's this, coming back to Big Brother. Even though she, they said she was coming back. Here's the part they of this story is that he had, where Harvey Weinstein was a movie producer. He didn't have as he many didn't have movies a network. to produce. Yeah. He didn't have a network. Radio. Radio, CBS Radio. Simon & Schuster. Book, books. Books. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that CBS and Viacom owned, he had way more power. Of, yeah, yeah. Way no, more power. He, he probably, uh, the the number, if it's like whatever they're saying it is, that for sure 65 confirmed Harvey Weinstein. People, Les Moonves, it's you know, higher. Hundreds. But he could, yeah. he could change your, the tra- trajectory of your career yeah. in a second. Yeah. So he had so much more power. And so even the ones, the women who might have made a deal with him to have yeah. it, they're not going to come forward and no. say anything. You know, And this that was woman, their Bobby decision. Phillips, decides to get back in and then they talk her out of it, but you don't want to bring any of this up again. And then her, what we don't have is her voice, because she, what she said, I not only was duped once, I was duped, duped twice. twice I'm mortified yes. about how manipulated I was. That I almost helped him get $120 million again. again yes. And I still would have had no acting job. Exactly. And luckily for her, her that uh, 75-year-old manager of hers Marv Dower. kept all of the texts from Les Moonves. Who texts the lawyer? Who sends that in he's a message? He's the manager. He's the, he's he's the, the manager. Oh, but still, right, so, why, why paper trail? So, um, yeah, Les Moonves is an older dude. He true. might not realize that. He might not realize um, that when he deal, deletes it off his phone, it might not be deleted mm-hmm. forever. No kidding. All right, so Get we, off my lawn. All right, when we come back, <laughs> yeah. who do you, we're going to talk about who's the hardest person to buy a gift for. Oh, your and dad. how much damn your time we spend on it. We'll okay. be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's okay. all it is. There's so much random stuff going on. I don't know where to even start. Um, let's. <laughs> It's rainy in, in L.A. That's trending on Twitter. That and Michael that Cohen. That is a big darn deal. L.A. rain and Michael Cohen are the big trending thing. And the lady who's locked herself up uh, on Twitter headquarters. 
Oh, She's what? We're gonna, you're going to update us on that later yeah. there. All right, mm-hmm. so how long, who are the most difficult That's people? That's who Laura Loomer is, if okay. you're wondering. Yeah. Who are the most difficult people to pick out a present for? Your dad, dad or your significant, uh, your other. significant other, if they happen to be a guy, right. I think. I think you're right. And we spend an average of two hours and 44 minutes mm-hmm. on our significant other. Mm-hmm. Your dad. Casey buys me amazing presents, and I am... You know, you're just okay at it. I'm just you? okay yeah. at it. Like you know, this <laughs> no, last birthday, I bought him a trip, but I bought him a trip every year that we've been married, and you get to go on and it. I get to go. And you and upgraded yeah. it to and first I, class, and you get to get upgraded. And but I did buy him a nice piece of luggage. Okay. You know, but I yeah, I, but he does amazing things. Yeah, he's very romantic. He sends you on. He learned how to dance. Hands. And yeah, he writes he is. poems. He's, oh my god, Bill was good at gifts. I'm only just okay because. My theory is is that uh, dads and and men they buy what they want. Yeah, they buy what they want when they want it. If yeah. they, you know, that's just been my experience right. with like my dad and um, yeah. my husband's. Quite and frankly. the deal is is that we spend <laughs> those are the two most stressful. Yeah, but the one we spend the least amount of time on our boss. That's the easiest one. Yeah, well, apparently. there's many things. Yeah, there is. Booze so, is always right. good if you know they're they're you know not a. But the one we Sober. really spend the most <laughs> amount of time on is searching for the perfect gift for our kids. If you have kids, oh. that's something that. What if or, you don't have kids? Well, then you spend it on your significant other, or your dad. Yeah. And not on your boss. So those are kind of just it. It's very quick. Yeah. But we do stress out a lot, a lot about it. But I thought this could be a present, and I feel like I bought this for I mean, from my kids. This gift. Um, see if you recognize this at all, Lindsay. Oh, is it that singing fish? <laughs> like on the they put on a wall wow! or something? It's the Abby. Big Mouth Billy Bass. Bass we yeah. still have it hanging in our cabin in the laundry room. Yeah. Okay, Perfect so now place for it. Right. So now it's powered by Alexis. Uh-huh. Alexis. You can tell Alexa, um, you sync it up with Alexa and you can have it um do a dance. Lindsay, help me out here. So essentially it becomes your Alexa. Anything you ask Alexa to do, like say, hey, Alexa, play this song by whoever. Alexa will play it, but the the fish, fish will, will dance. dance and sing in mouth whatever Alexa says. So essentially you're buying a mouthpiece for Alexa. Which is a fish well, that's that a, flaps guess, back and forth. I guess that's brilliant marketing on the part Isn't of the it? Billy Bob. It's all over the place. Yeah. There's Isn't tons it? of articles. Yeah. It's $40. It's yeah. going to start shipping next Tuesday on Amazon. I mean, way to retake an old thing that was such a fad for one year. It was. Wait it till was. the Billy Bob teeth now come back and they yeah. can talk on their own. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like talking about the Billy Bob teeth because that guy ripped us off. Oh, yeah, he did, too. Uh He ripped us off, too. We got ripped off by a lot of people. For our nipple enhancers. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm I'm unfamiliar, but... That's okay. We're not going to go into it. Okay, you know when you host, when you're the hostess of a holiday? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Mm-hmm. You inevitably, inevitably shell out more money than anybody else because someone will bring a dish and someone else will bring a different dish. But you're doing all the main stuff. You're buying all the main things. You're doing all the main stuff. So tell me if you guys think this is a doer or don't. A woman get better at assigning different uh, things. There's not enough to assign because yeah. inevitably, you know this. Lori's a yeah. hostess. You're, you're, it's yours. Yeah. Um. So this woman, uh, in New England, posted, um, on a website that her mother-in-law has decided since she's hosting the holidays, she's charging everyone twenty-one dollars. A plate for Christmas. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, is she poor? No, not really. She just says, I'm just wondering, is it tacky or genius? That, um, you know, she, um, her mother-in-law is charging them $21 per person. She feels like she should be paid for all the work and all the cooking that she has to do. Oh, for crying out loud. Isn't that something? That is something. And the kids are getting away cheap, though, with 21. But, uh, you get a drink coupon. You yeah, get a. Right. You get a. It's gonna be bingo. Right. If she do bingo and that money went <laughs> yes. into the pod for a prize, then I would that's be for it. Then be, I would be for it. That'd be awesome. hysterical. Yeah, but you're gonna get the, coupons. You can use the bathroom twice because the of the water. Yeah, there's a bouncer. There's other things that yeah. are going on. Yeah, that'd be the only way to collect money. Is that if there there are gonna be some games and some prizes because everybody like cash prizes. Cash, we like it. All right, so. So if you were in line at the dollar store near Fort Lauderdale this past Sunday, you would have been in line checking out and you would have heard our oh, fart machines. No, a woman. She just farted extremely loud. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an SPD. It was a loud, loud, loud Tuta Maruni. <laughs> she was 37 years old. She was standing in line. How is this news? Because uh, a 55-year-old man standing behind her said something about it. Like, dude, you know, you just farted. What? What's up with that? So what she did is... She I just, just got scallop shamed. You did? She took out a knife. She had a knife Whoa. in her pocket. And oh, that's to, how it became a news uh-huh. story. Threatened okay. to kill him. That's, that's a little... Yeah, threatened that's, to gut him. Oh, my. <laughs> Way to shame me. Like, no one heard the... <laughs> Dude, you just farted. I could hear my kids, dude, yeah. you know, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, she realized that maybe that was a little bit... You know, extreme, extreme, but she, Mercury's in retrograde and people oh are God. just on <laughs> edge. Right? You are right. No, they're overreacting to everything. Try not to get in a fight with somebody if you can, <laughs> if you already have. Try and make amends. It's just a real, we got one more week, people. You are so. Fartgate. <laughs> yeah. Mercury retrograde. So right. mm-hmm. Please. And if someone toots, they're already so embarrassed and it's obvious. They already know that they farted. <laughs> yeah, no, it's much more fun to do an SPD in that type of line situation. What's what does SPD stand for? Silent but deadly. deadly. Good point. Yeah, and you can always like it's so easy to to blame somebody else for that. Mm-hmm. I know. What do you think is the uh, language that um, is the most spoken language in Ireland? Mm, is, Gaelic. Is English. It's English. Yeah. English yeah. is number one. Polish is number two, and Irish is three. Irish is not 
Oh, Isn't that weird? Gaelic. Isn't it Gaelic? I, I mean, Gaelic, yeah. whatever. Yeah. They say yeah. Irish on this yeah. dumb thing. Yeah. But um, you're right. You're right about yeah. that. Hi, I don't speak any Irish. Could you help me, please? <laughs> Are you speaking American? <laughs> no, I'd like to speak Irish. I know. I'm I taking, know. I've been looking up Julia on has, She is the worst ear for language I I've do. ever heard in my life. You, <laughs> Your pronunciation of... I mean, I tried of to words. teach you a great. Gloria missed third grade. Okay, is that what we're sticking to? Because yes. I tried to teach her a colorful Italian phrase, and it was like you didn't even hear me. No, you couldn't even begin. I to... can't. I, here's what I can do, though, Lori. It's National Square Dancing Day, and I hope that comes back. All right. I love those costumes, the handkerchiefs. All right. Handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs. What do we come back with? When we come back, the week. Hi, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Okay, so uh, there's been a lot of celebrity profiles, sit down, one on one interviews this week. This always kind of happens between after Thanksgiving and leading up to Christmas. Just a lot of there'll be these in depth profiles, and Pitchfork had a really great interview with Mariah Carey. You know, I listened to our whole album this morning. Yeah. It, it's good. It It, it is. And uh, the critics are liking it. And one of the things that I, I'm noted noting in this Pitchfork interview, even though, you know, Mariah comes in with 10 people, a makeup person, a hair person, a manager, publicist, a lawyer, bodyguard, an entire other group of people who are hard to place. She was tall and high heel, black boots, perfectly done up with hair as straight as I've ever seen. Two hoop earrings that shimmer and a megawatt smile that reminded me of being in a locker room that's winning. Okay, this is how happy she is. And anyway, but then when things settled down, she and the reporter go off into a little quiet room. Mariah asks for red wine and some pizza, kicks off her shoes. Oh, she's eating differently now because remember she was only eating um, like a raisin? Yeah, yeah. Well, she, you know, she's been famous for almost 30 years. And yes, wow. she has had 18 number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100. She's written the only modern classic Christmas song, the, a new one, you know, All I Want for Christmas is You. There haven't been one that has stuck that her song is a classic now that she wrote. It is a classic. All I Want for Christmas. Yes. I mean, you know, it's up there with uh, White Christmas and, you know, every other Christmas song that you can think of. But what this pitchfork our reporter points out is that one of the things that for Mariah Carey is because she has wrote most of her songs, which was not only smart, but Mariah Carey songs always sound like Mariah Carey songs because they are always her. She's got her voice, her feeling, her words in the song. So there's a... Bubbly. So you can tell you, can, you can tell. tell her songs. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that there's sort of a sweetness breaking in there, her ballads, that oh, there's God. just something. Anyway, but they love caution. Love caution. The last song on it I really liked. Yeah, she's not using technical terms to, to describe caution, but uh, Pitchfork said caution, Mariah's 15th studio album, is sonically cohesive in just a beautiful way like the songs the way they flow and i guess she talks about you know she talked about growing up poor she gave some very in if you read in depth about what a real struggle it was you know her biracial identity and she goes back to the beginning of her of her career with pitchfork in this um, profile when she was backup for brenda k star She's repeated that before. Mm -hmm. And she insisted on performing her own music and she refused to give any of her songs to anyone else. But she also remembers she didn't have an agency 
And we know because Tommy Matolo tried to keep her in a box. Mm-hmm. And she said the beginning of my career was bleak because I was just surrounded by everybody who was so much older and I wasn't allowed to have fun. And the big boys were always in control. Mariah yep. used the word bleak, y'all. Anyway, so she fought so the butterfly could be free. And she did finally break free. And uh, she's even having fun about glitter, which she said almost ruined right. her career. Because last week, her fans made it a number one smash hit album. They bought both glitter and caution, her Lambleys. No, it's really, I mean, if you go back and you think about all of it, and, I, one, and one of my favorite things she does in this interview is she answers questions quoting her own lyrics. That what? is a, no, that is a really true good. diva talent, okay? To to give your answers to a question using your own lyrics. Remember her song, Vision of Love? Oh, it's the best. She does it several times in this interview. She's using wonderful. Her, using her lyrics. And then yesterday she posted on Instagram... Uh, rock and roll have been practicing the background vocals to All I Want for Christmas is You, which we're going to take one step at a time. And of course, they should, because one day, Monroe and Moroccan will own All I Want for Christmas is You, and it will be played forever and ever, and we'll take care of them and their kids and their kids' kids. And She said that? No, but oh, I'm saying oh, that. I didn't know if she, I, I, I wouldn't put me, put it past me to, no, if she that, would say that. that song is immortal oh, it because is. it is a Christmas classic. So her kids will own the rights to that. How and, much does it make, do we think? How much oh, does that it, song make? I, you know, I don't know. But I'm going to look it up. It, it has, it has to be a lot, but she did this cute little video of them doing it. And then, you know, I just compare, it was just really a great, like, you can interview. tell that Stella's away from her. Yes, and, and I, a horrible and manager. And she's that, working with Jay-Z. Yeah, and then, then mm-hmm. talked her into doing that horrible reality show, which was just terrible. Mariah was not in a good place when Stella talked her into doing that show. And that's show the and same eat. thing that happened with being Bobby Brown, with Whitney Houston and yes. Bobby Brown. They were not in a good place. Yep. It's the same please thing with Chaotic, with yeah. Britney Spears and Kevin um, Federline. They oh were God. not in a good place. Yeah, I mean, when people are not in a good place and get talked into doing reality show, it plays out ugly. No. And it took her the entirety of her career to break out of that contract that Tommy Matolo had her signed to. It wasn't until Butterfly was sort of her liberation album that got her. And what year was that? Uh, that was 97. Okay. So, um, and uh, anyway, and she, you know, even though okay. Glitter was a bomb, that We Belong Together from Glitter was like, that was... One of the top songs of that year that that yeah that I remember out. that song yeah. I remember that one in middle school yeah okay, Mariah Carey yeah. off of the one song All I Want for Christmas Is You in 2017 mm-hmm. according to Newsweek earned more than 60 million in royalties yeah. it's every year yes every, every year, year. Well, no I don't think it's every year I oh, think it's total total maybe but still it it is it is a it is a ton of money that's just cash in the bank right. every year because that song is the first modern Christmas yeah. classic song to be written. Unless Holly, if Donnie were here, he would know if there is another one, but I don't think there is. In the past, like, 20 years? Y- no, yeah, not or really. even 30 years. No, no it's not Lady an original Gaga one. All, yeah. but, but, but sort of all the Christmas this songs. This has become a standard. This all is I want standard. for Christmas That's is right. you is a new standard, standard. and there Thank really you. hasn't been anything. And it's anything since 1994. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and her Christmas. I, I mean, this woman, she can sing. Yeah, she can. I'm very happy for her. I am too. I, I, 
I it makes me want to go see her March 18th I, at the State 13th, Theater or 13th or whatever day it is. I'm going to go look it up because I want to go. She's kind of, she's just like in a really good place. And it was a really great, so of all the celebrity profiles, like compared to like the interview that I read, and I know it came out, I think at the end of last week, her New York Magazine interview, Lena Dunham. I mean, it, that was a good read about a kind of a terrible human being. She's just so, she gives me a headache, Lena Dunham. Okay, so here's the thing about Lena Dunham, I think, Lori, is that, um, I mean, even in this interview, she tried to complain, she tried to explain that the reason why she has a chronic blind spot for racism is because she didn't grow up with a lot of diversity because she went to a private New York City school. We are still living in New York City. And it doesn't even matter. uh, That does not even matter. That is the weakest excuse. I I don't have black people in my family, so I'm a racist. I I don't understand. Yeah, no, it's, she's, she's, uh, I wish Here's she what would, I think I wish she would learn about the never complain never explain thing because she's been involved in a lot of controversy including remember well, she broke up with her best buddy and writing partner I mean that was a yeah. big huge yeah. breakup her buddy and writing partner yes. I, and I think what she she thinks too much mm. I mean yeah. She spends so much time in her head. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when people spend too much time in their head, um, hello. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. Chronic I'm... blind spot for racism is just called privilege. Yeah. There you go. Thank That's you. a great way to say that, Lindsay. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I mean, she just like, I was reading this and I. Oh, I, it's I, terrible. I... She sends horrible pictures to people. She's exposed her private parts to so many people. And Why do I, I to mean, the writer, Lori, she's sending the writer the photos of her hysterectomy crotch. Here's the thing. I don't think she cares about her controversies. I, I don't think she cares about her apologies. It's all the same to her. Saying something offensive is the same as I know. apologizing for and, it. And later. taking pictures and sending gross pictures. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah. No, thank you. No. And, and I would just say, as Lena Dunham's, if I were her friend, I would tell her to 100% break up her friendship with the Twitter. guy with no with Jack Antonoff. Well that's just ridiculous. That, that's he's just, just not that into you. He's not into her and you can't be friends with the guy who you were engaged to and there's no children and it's just gonna keep you held back. And she used to be buddies with Lord and Lord and Jack Antonoff had a little side thing they going on. They had cereal on. together. They had cereal and he taught her about American cereal and then he taught her some other American things that she didn't know about, and then, you know, <laughs> Lena Dunham broke up with him. But she talks to him and not Lord. I say talk to Lord or don't talk to Jack anymore. It holds you back. Mm-hmm. That, why? Why talk to him? Mm-mm. You know? I'm with you, sister. All right, listen. I'm we, with you. We come back. I, I think the advice for her, though, is just to get rid of all social media. Take a, take a detox cleanse. Take a year. Yeah. Take a year. And also her show, Camp camping or whatever on hbo was a big bust no bueno i told be you. renewed Whoa. i know all right listen we come back we're gonna hollywood speak uh and uh oh we've got jennifer aniston and john krasinski two different uh, little scenarios to hollywood speak so what are you trying to say hollywood hollywood speaking what is the meaning of this all right honey what what are we gonna hollywood okay. speak today first one we're gonna hollywood speak is Lindsay, reality's television show has 
change titles. Is it still going to be on MTV? Yes, it is. Okay. It, it was, uh, it's basically a poor man's Vanderpump rules in my, is what it sounds like to me, but uh, it was going to be called Lowen Beach Club. Oh, right. Because she okay. opened up those, she opened up, she allowed people to license her name for bars. Yeah. It's a Martian mm-hmm. oligarch and uh, yeah. uh, Mykonos. Yes. Well, now the show has been, is going to be called Lindsay Lowen dot, 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 Paradise Boss. Oh, Oh, fantastic. I'm no, glad, thank you. I'm but the Hollywood the speak on that is that they're going, Lindsay, people are forgetting your name. You need yeah. to have both your names exactly. in it. You're not like Vanderpump where you can just have the last name. Lowen, Paradise, uh, what was it going to be? Lowen? Paradise Beach Club. Yeah, par- no, yeah. Um, what was the first? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Where's the original name, though, that I just told you? Lindsay Lowen, Paradise Boss, has more versus Lowen Beach Club. Right. I said that. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. thought you were talking to me, so that, no. that proves the point. Yeah, no. exactly. She's no Vanderpump. She's got to have first and last name. And uh, the blast says they got a hold of uh, Viacom, which owns MTV, um, that revealed that the show has been changed. Uh, and probably the MTV viewer was probably just a... You know, an egg and an ovary uh, when Lindsay Lohan was in, um, you know. Eh. Li- yeah, maybe. No, well, here's the thing. The average MTV here's the viewer. Thing. Well, Lori. The, it, that, she had a hat, that she had a hit movie. That Lindsay Lohan had a hit well, movie. Well, they won't that's remember. They know the teenage mom, yeah. Farrah uh-huh. Abrams. I feel like that's who they would Yeah, know. my generation is Lindsay Lohan, like my age, but younger, right. not so much. Because no. she no. fell off the rails after Mean Girls. We Everything was sky high, and then yeah. it just went... <laughs> Yeah, yep. and uh, do we need to take a moment to just say thank you, Amanda Bynes, for demanding that Channing Tatum be cast in that movie? You know which one I'm talking about, the Amanda Bynes. It was in her, that was the other good uh, celebrity profile interview in Paper Magazine where she was on the cover, and she insisted that Channing Tatum, she's the one. Oh, she, yeah. I think was the I movie. love that movie. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. insisted Channing Chanum was an unknown. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "She's the man." She's like, "He has to be mm-hmm. in it." He, great movie. It great is a great movie. movie. Two thousand six. And he was asked about it because I he totally was, forgot he, he was in it. Yes, the and tampon he, scene in the he, nose. Oh, he was God. in London for the Magic Mike live thing, and uh, one of the Entertainment Tonight people said, "You know, I don't know if you had a chance to read about Amanda Bynes and her paper uh, break the internet interview, and they are talking about you know really." how long of a movie career she had. And Mm -hmm. she told the story about fighting with the studio for you to be cast in that movie. And he said, I love her. I owe her everything. Serious. Yeah. And he has his, he played Duke in that movie. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, we love that movie though. Yeah. We wouldn't have known. I mean, she just, that was the other good, good interview. Okay. So Jennifer Aniston, here's, she's on the cover of us weekly. You know, therapy saved my life, and she opens up about her heartbreak, and it's a really pretty good story. But my question to you is, is it they up? refer to her post-divorce. Now, can you have 
something be called post-divorce if you were never really married in the first place? Well, I'm just going to say you have to refer to her that way because we don't know what the truth is. She wasn't ever really married. We don't know that. Yes, we do, because there'd be divorce papers that would be filed. It's public record. It's public record, sister. Doesn't matter. You wouldn't call her post-relationship because because for the average Joe out there. My question, let me get to something that you could actually Hollywood speak. You already asked me. No, on the Dumpling Tour, mm-hmm. okay, this is the, her movie with Dolly Parton. That comes out next Friday That's on Netflix. Right. That's right. Will she be asked anything, any direct questions about why she and Justin Thoreau no. faked a marriage? No. No. Absolutely not. That would be really, so rude. It would be so great if no she, one's going to ask that. Well, wouldn't it be great if someone did? Would, like Jennifer, why did you fake the marriage? But not even enough people even know about that. I literally just found out that they had yeah. a fake marriage right See, now. And yeah. I don't believe that. It was I don't fake. believe it either. No, they had a fake marriage because otherwise TMZ they would already. Why aren't? Why haven't the 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 thing where TMZ always runs? The divorce is final, and then they have the heartbroken zigzag in two. Because uh-huh. if you don't really get married, you don't have to Oh, you're really saying the divorced. ceremony wasn't official. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't official. Okay, gotcha. So, no one's going to ask that. Absolutely right, not. There's shoot. no way in heck. Well, at least they've stopped pushing the sad sack, Jen. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like that. I like the angle that her PR people We're gonna are We're going to like this movie a lot. I hope so. Dolly Parton's going to be on the Today Show tomorrow. Yeah, she's, she is. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. So no one will ask that question. No, of course not. Why, Jennifer, why'd you fake that marriage with that whippet? People whippet? would say it wasn't like fake. A, <laughs> a dark whippet. It wasn't fake. That was another reason I was mad at him. He never filed the paperwork. Yeah. Blame it on the dude. Okay, here's one. Matt, here's the headline. Matt Lauer not doing well one year after the Today Show firing. Oh, no. Okay, so here's what I think about this one, Okay. Well, he went from being super busy. He went from being Superman. He went from Superman, being super the busy guy at NBC to being lower than a dime on a street corner. A man lower, yeah, yeah, yeah man whatever lower it is. than a dime. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, he did. So that that takes time. He deserves it. Yeah. Well, you know, here and and he the spends thing, his time with his kids. Yep, catching up with friends. Supposedly, and, he's not dating. And I see, I, you know, when I think about him. There's enough room in the mansion in the Hamptons that he and his wife have separate wings. Because mm-hmm. their kids are 11, 14, and 17. Probably the toughest conversation, I guess. Well, I guess all of them. All of them. I th- oh. And I think from going, being never around, you know, mm-hmm. during the weekdays except weekends because he True. lived in yeah, New York, Manhattan. Um, I think, and I think of Billy Bush, mm-hmm. not at the same level at all as Matt Lauer. Yeah. But you think of being at the top mm-hmm. and going to the bottom. And he and he went in, remember, in April, he broke his silence and that he said he acted inappropriately, even though it was a year ago right now that he was fired. I remember that morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And then um, he said he acted inappropriately, but he, he fully acknowledged that at a husband and as a father and a husband and a principal at NBC, I acted inappropriately. However, I want to make it perfectly clear that any allegations or reports of coercive aggressive or abusive actions on my part. Yeah, that's what he said when he was let go. No, he said this in April. Okay, whenever he was let go. He was let go a year ago right now. Yeah, but that wasn't the statement he released the next day. I thought it was. No. All right. So anyway. It can't be consensual, though. That's what they always try and say. That's what they tell themselves in their mind. It cannot be consensual. I I cannot imagine. (sighs) 
Yeah, I'm sure he's not having fun. Okay, John no. Krasinski was on Ellen yesterday. He's having fun. He's having fun, and he shared a story that at Thanksgiving, he and the family got to see the Mary Poppins movie. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns, starring his wife, Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. And he um, said he, he didn't understand why she put boxes of tissues out. And he said, 25 minutes into the movie, I get up, I go to the back of the room, and Emily's like, don't you like the movie? And he said, I was crying. I needed to cry. We're going to get an emotional wallop. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. He said, I blew through the tissue box in 20 minutes, had to get napkins, and when I ran out of napkins, it was all sweater. It's honestly one of the most beautiful films i think it's exactly what everybody needs at the holidays the movie is pure joy good and, and magic and man mm-hmm. i i don't mind their i love their public love fest mm-hmm. oh they're dar darling and he also dressed as an elf on ellen and, yeah. and gave the presents he's darling they're but darling he's a sobbing mess that's good to that's, know that's jim that is him right it's it's really sweet Lori. it really is mm-hmm. and the other uh uh well i guess we won't talk about it. We'll save it, Julia. Are we it's saving it? Well, Jason Momoa says it's hard to poop in his Aquaman suit. And I'm like, that is how bad the P- the PR is for that movie. They literally have nothing to say except how did you go to the bathroom in your merman suit? Can you imagine the media tour, him, Amber Heard? And Nicole Kidman's just She's saying, not doing it. We'll be right back.